This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Here in our own backyard, we have issues with, uh, well, young people behaving badly. And so uh, we wanted to highlight that there might be some positive intercessions on the behalf of the Big Brothers Big Sisters of Toronto, for example. They're creating Toronto's first ever outdoor pop-up mentoring lounge right here at Dundas Square in the city. Actually, it took place earlier this afternoon. Here to tell us all about that is the CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Toronto, Leanne Nicole. Leanne, how are you this afternoon? I'm great, John. Thank you very much, and happy Big Brothers Big Sisters Day today. And to you. Uh, So how did the mentoring pop-up shop go for you at Dundas Square? You know, I have to tell you, it was really telling because we asked just the citizens of Toronto some very basic questions, such as, who was a role model for you around when you were a child? Or if you could go back and tell your 10-year-old self, what would you tell your 10-year-old self? And it was an amazing conversation starter with so many of Toronto citizens. And oftentimes what we heard back was, well, you know, I haven't connected with someone like that in a while. It's never mind someone close to them, but never mind a perfect stranger. So it was really a great reflection on the importance of human connection. Yeah, you call this the original FaceTime, I guess. Yeah, the original FaceTime. And we've always said that Big Brothers Big Sisters is that we are an intervention for children that provides adults, um, providing adults the face time that that child needs in a time where screens are the most prevalent part of their interactions and communications. Big brothers and big sisters across Toronto actually spend, on average, two to three hours a week with a child face-to-face, getting that human connection. And a lot of kids just don't have that in their life anymore. Well, this is sort of why we're talking today, because it's outreach programs such as yours and this human contact that may deter people from, uh, I don't know, I mean, you know, I don't know if there's empirical evidence to suggest that this is how impactful it is or has these kinds of positive consequences. But if more kids had uh, role models, mentor figures in their lives, a big brother, a big sister, it may deter them from going off the straight and narrow and being perhaps uh, seduced by gang affiliation. Is that not right? You know, what I keep saying is that we need to take the gun out of the 16-year-old's hand and dial back the clock to the time between the ages of 7 and 11, and let's give that child the assets they need to make better decisions when confronted by the gun. And the only people that can do that for that child are adults. They can't get it from peers. They can't get it from anyone other than adults who expose them to positive you know, executive functioning and experiences and networks, they can't do it on their own. And so a child's going to find mentorship somewhere around age 12, 11 or 12, whether they find it in a gang or whether they find it at Big Brothers Big Sisters, they're going to find it. And we want to make sure they find it at Big Brothers Big Sisters. Yeah, it's kind of an intervention, if you will. So you mentioned 7 to 11 or, you know, in that age, 11 to 12, uh, these are critical times at which, you know, some kind of uh, intercession by an adult, a mentor, uh, somebody to help guide them and, you know, just offer emotional and, uh, you know, even mental support, those kinds of things. That's the crucial stage? 
Sure, age 7 to 11 when they are just approaching the, the transformation of the adolescent brain. And so as the adolescent brain, you know, if anyone, I'm sure many people in the audience have teenagers, young people kind of change over the course of, of the time between 12 and, say, even up to 24. We want to make sure that those neural pathways are solid and ch children will only become more confident when exposed to what we call developmental assets, things like self-confidence and um, constructive use of time and delayed gratification. That's what our big brothers and big sisters do for the kids that we serve. And we know there are thousands of kids who aren't getting that one-on-one -on -one time right now. All right. And so uh, the people who are big brothers and big sisters then, in some way, I mean, do you uh, give them... Uh, what do we call it, some kind of a, a backgrounder as to uh, why they're important and what needs to be done here? I mean, how does the engagement work? Typically, how are they involved and how do they know to be involved? Yeah, so first and foremost, you go to our website at bigbrothersbigsisters.ca, um, find us online. But really what we do is we intentionally recruit um, men and women to be um, positive adult role models. And really all they need to do is say, like, ask themselves, can I express care? Can I support growth? Can I challenge? Can I um, be, be there in that child's corner? And once they answer yes to those questions, we take them on a journey through training as well as um, the introduction and the match. But we're supporting them all along the way. So each one of our employees at, um, at Big Brothers Big Sisters are caseworkers. They have a caseload. The match is completely supported because, of course, these kids are facing multiple adversities that maybe even the big doesn't know how to, how to deal with. But, of course, our social workers are there to ensure that the support is there for not only the big, not only the little, but for the parent guardian, too. Because oftentimes we get single parents coming in really struggling. And so we want to make sure that that family in its, in its totality is supported. Again, with Leanne Nicole, the CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Toronto, we're talking about mentoring to young people in the important formative years. And uh, earlier today, they opened up a pop-up mentoring lounge in the heart of the city at Young Dundas Square. Uh, so is this now something that stays in place, or is it just, uh, you know, for this afternoon, is it a one-off? Today was our first one, but what we know is that it was wi wildly successful, and it was very well received. And so even we even had Norm Powell down there this morning from our Toronto Raptors um, mentoring and, and spending some time with some of our matches, as well as Marty McBean and Brian Stemmo and uh, Sarah Wells, all Olympians and Farley Flex. They all wanted to get a, be a part of it. So we just hope that we can attract more mentors and um, more bigs into our program. We have a dire need for men. And so we have about 70% of our wait list as young boys. So if you're a man who, who really feels comfortable in being with a kid, to, now's the time. These kids need you before they turn to, to gang violence, before they turn to others. I, I see. And so people can follow up. I mean, if there's interest there uh, and you just want to even initiate uh, some kind of out of curiosity, find out more about it, go to the website. Is that right? That's right. At Toronto slash Big Brothers Big Sisters .ca. Great update. You're doing the Lord's work. Leanne, I appreciate your joining us this afternoon and explaining it. Thank you so much, John. You got it. Leanne Nicole, the CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Toronto. Well, now you know. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. 
Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 